Uh, this nigga Prince Harry is worth $39 million. But he's saying him and Meghan are working toward becoming financially independent. Nigga, what? What the hell is going on in my life right now? Yeah. Episode 25. David Ashley Podcast. First podcast of the new decade. I am your host, Prince Harry of Duchess of or of York. Uh, today we're gonna talk a little bit about Iran. Uh, Got to talk about Trumpito, Orange Jazz, um, Ride Share Chronicles. How much longer we got? Shut up, passenger. Got to talk about Megan and her, her her husband. Uh, they quit. Um, did I lose the weight? <laughs> did I not? We're going to talk about the song of the day. The podcast of the day. Other than mine, of course. <laughs> um, also, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, when story time comes around, I'm going to tell you about, um, I'm, I'm just going to say, I bought this young lady some didn't like where it ended up. Yeah, episode 25. Let's get it. So, uh, right quick, I just want to talk about some of my New Year's resolutions. Um, or at the very least, some of my declarations for the year. Um, the main one really is just to play to win, you know, be aggressive. I have a bad habit of not being aggressive uh, until it's too late. Or not until it's too late, but just not being aggressive from the onset. So that's just where I am in my life. Um, but, you know, being aggressive just has to be followed by the willingness to work and um but but just but for real in, in all aspects of my life let's be aggressive um let's be intentional um time management is big for me um remaining productive um recovery time um that time between when you stop that thing right cuz right now it's the 8th right so you have to work on your recovery time, the time between which you stop working on something, working out or whatever, and the time, you know, with which you start back up. So that's a big thing for me because that, that gap can get longer. But when the goal is for it to get shorter, your recovery time has to get shorter between when you stop working on that plan and where you pick it back up. Where you stop working on it, you realize it, and then you pick it back up. That's it. I just felt like I needed to share that. Uh, what are some of your declarations? You know, um, just mine is be aggressive, time management, and recovery time. Let's get right into it.
Um, you know what? I'm gonna need a little mood, mood music. Alexa, play Miles Davis "Kind of Blue." Kind of Blue by Miles Davis Ooh. on Amazon Music. Yeah, yeah, just a little something in the background. Um, I don't like my bare voice, so you know, hopefully this kind of blends in with it, <laughs> and I sound smoother to the ladies, to the ladies. <laughs> my ladies, they know me out there. Um, <laughs> and one day I want to do a um, a lead up into a song, like on the radio. Like, you know, when they be talking and, you know what I'm saying, talking right before the words come in. I want to do that. I think it's called a lead in. So, uh, Trumpito, let me just get this out the way. Um, this, he... He almost sent us into war. Now, they have since all, you know, um, it's almost staged how everybody kind of stood down considering all that it happened. You know, we took out one of their generals, which we, you know, we don't make a habit of, of doing that. And we, actually, we hadn't done it since World War One, since 1943, taking out another country's like top general because it's. It's just, I guess it's really inciting, right? And it's really like, you know, they hold those generals uh, of high esteem, higher than we do here, just on some some other stuff. So they take it, they took it really personal. And, you know, they wove the flag of war, you know what I'm saying, all that good stuff. But anyway, we kill him and then, you know, around was saying death to America. But it was wild. Everybody was making memes. <laughs> I saw one meme that was like, yo, Hey, hey, this is where Trump lived, and it was the Fannie Mae building. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Sally Mae on my ass. I hate Sally Mae ass. Um, but, yeah, you know, um, then there was a video with one of their leaders saying, hey, no, we don't, when we say death to America, we don't need all of America. We mean the, we mean Trump and the leaders, the politicians who run America. Shit was crazy. Then it was an $80 million bounty on Trump's head. I was like, come on, man. What's going on? <laughs> like, What's going on? Like, what are we doing? Um, so anyway, that's that. Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Rideshare Chronicles. Um, had a young lady in there. It was like a, you know, pool, right? So it was like more than one person in there. And the lady, so, you know, once it was just her, um, the old lady asked, oh, how, how long is it till we get to my house? I'm just like, oh, okay, I was, it's about 34 minutes. And she said, you know, she asked me again, and she asked me again, I'm like, I'm like, hey, you could, like, subtract the amount of time that, you know, since you've asked me last, and that that way, you know, you won't have to keep checking in with me. Like in the polite way saying, shut your ass up. Quit asking me, like, take keep track of time your damn self. Take take what time I told you last time and then subtract it. Damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, just gonna tell you, I did not lose the weight. Um, I lost some. And then I pretty much ended back up where I was. I'll get you a picture of that scale tomorrow. Um, but listen, you get back on it, and it's a day-by-day -day situation. It really is. Um, had a couple 
days where things didn't go. I just got caught unprepared. I, you know, and I didn't have food on me a couple of days. I didn't make. And then what happened is I ran out of food. Like, if, for those of you who don't know, Trader Joe's food, it, like, you got to eat it on the way out. I live above a Trader Joe's. You got to eat it on the way out because that should that should have go bad on you soon. So I wasn't prepared. And then a couple of days, I, you know what I'm saying, left to my own vices, which, you know, a.k.a. eating out um, at restaurants, you nasty asses. Um, song of the day. Uh, since I have an Alexa now, <laughs> an Echo rather, um, Alexa helps me wake up to, um, no, I'm sorry, Alexa. No, cancel. Canceling. Did you know that I can wake you up to music? Yeah. No, it's fine, Alexa. You already do that for me. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about now. Excuse me, Alexa nosy. Um, so I wake up to, um, you know, certain songs. You know, I've been wanting to wake up to music for a long time. So I wake up to Victory Lap. The song is so motivational, really. And not just because of Nipsey and who he was, but just listen to the song. Like, it sounds like the kind of song that you start your album off to. Um, it really does. Uh, podcast of the day, um, I listen to, Wednesdays are good days for me. I listen to um, Questlove Supreme. Uh, his guest was Esperanza Spalding today. Uh, interesting young lady. Interesting young lady. But that show is always good. Questlove and, you know, a group of, you know, people, engineers, artists, they all, you know, they interview uh, different artists and uh, producers and, you know, important people throughout um, m mostly music, but also culture. Like, you know, Michelle Obama was on there once. Um, I listened to another podcast called In the Conversation with comedian uh, Damon, um, Damian Lemon and this, uh, you know, other media guy named uh, Ali Muhammad. Um, Neil Brennan has a podcast. I listened to his podcast. Um what else did I listen to today? Bill Simmons joint. Um, anyway, that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you know, I, I film my day with podcasts. I'm about to get into this um, audio book life. This is my problem with reading. Reading, just regular reading. I have no problem about reading. It's just my concentration. Um, I'll be on page 19 and, and I will have tapped out or zoned out on page four. And I can't tell you what the last 14 pages were. So I have to constantly kind of like, you know, um, bring myself back to be like, all right, what was this line? Where you at? Where you at? And I kind of have the same problem with, um, audio books. Um, it's really easy for me to zone out and start thinking about something else, uh, even as I'm reading. So, you know, just work on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm about to start doing. Um, you know, today I had to tell myself, like, what do you want to listen to, man? You know, it was I was trying to find the perfect book. You know, I got an audio um, situation. What is it? Um, what's the name of the joint? Uh, Audible. About, I got a bunch of credits left. So anyway, um, you know, I, I'll let you know what I'm what I'm going to start. Um, I didn't set a book goal this year, although I should have. But anyway, anyway, that's about it. Um, yeah. Next up.
these damn royals. The royals, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, said they are out of the game. They moved out in March, and they have announced that they're going to step back from their duties, their full-time duties as Dutch and Duchess. And they are moving to, I, I saw one report that said North Africa. I saw another report that said um, Canada. Either way, Prince Harry said in a, in a statement that we are going to try to remain financially independent. Uh, simultaneously, or at the same time, Prince Harry is also worth $39 million. Nigga, what is your budget that you're going to try to remain financially independent? I, You know, and, and I don't even know what it means. Like, when I first heard it, I thought it meant, hey, we're, we're not going to depend on um, the monarchy or whatever. You know, we're not going to depend on the, the kingdom, the queendom to get our money. What they don't get paid in the first place. You know, um, had a couple facts about the situation. Um so Prince Harry, obviously married to Meghan Markle, um, independently successful on her own from Compton, but essentially um, black mother, white father. Um, father is Looney Tunes, from what I know. So Prince Harry, uh, obviously Prince William's brother. They are both children of uh, Princess Diana. And um, so anyway... Uh, Prince Harry is sixth in line behind uh, his father, um, his big brother, and essentially his brother's three kids, right? <laughs> and, and really, really, and one of them is not even born yet. So the one's not even born yet. He's fifth in line. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so behind his pops, his big brother, his nephew, then his niece, okay? Then there's another child in the womb now. Um, Prince Harry is 35 years old, again, has a net worth of $39 million. He got $14 million from a trust that his mom had uh, left for him and his brother. He and his brother, since the age of 25, have received 425000 per year um, for... There's another like um, system set up to give them money. I don't know. Some kind of pension. I mean, it's some wild shit just to hear. Um, he got $45,000 a year as a pilot for uh, the military. Um, I don't know. Could you walk away from that? Could you walk away from, you know, that fame? Could you Could you walk away from... You know, the responsibilities. I mean, it's a lot of shit come with that, right? And obviously they have been treating, the media have been treating Meghan Markle, um, Markle bad. You know, racism. She's black, of course, you know. And not, and again, not that, they, not that they don't give women in that position a hard time anyway. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's famously, but princes, princess dies, they call it. 
you know, and the queen, Queen Elizabeth, didn't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff, you know. And then, you know, then she got divorced from Prince Charles. And even when she died, the paparazzi were, you know, they were after her and her new beau. Um, which is, just, you know, just some wild shit, man, just to think about it. Um, yeah, could you give all of that up? Or better yet, what is it now that you're trying not to step away from? Because, you know, it brings you, it brings you like a little bit of something extra that you like, you know? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, like, I had a, I had a young lady, um, you know, we were living together and I ain't gonna lie to you. She was an amazing cook. And who don't want to wake up to something soft like every morning? Like, you know, I mean, we had our issues, but who don't want to wake up to that? So I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, there was a time where I thought, oh, okay, this this relationship has has run its course. But when you start thinking about (laughs) waking up to something, you know, and the cooking, you know what I mean? And, and then the overall, just, you know, you had a bad day, come home, and you got a soundboard. Like, who doesn't want that? Whew. I ain't gonna lie to you. That that probably put an extra, <laughs> that probably put an extra six weeks on it for me. I'm like, ah, it ain't that bad. You know? But, you know, eventually, you know, obviously um, we did break up. But, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. That was tough. That was my that was my royalty there. I I couldn't. I was like, nah, I ain't giving that up. That cooking. And then like once she left, and it's funny because we've talked since then. And uh, and she hit me in the stomach with it. She was like, oh yeah, yeah, we ain't talked since you put me out there. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> man, um. I don't know, man. You know, you got to figure out what that is. What you scared to leave, you know? Man. That's wild, man. That's wild that they walking away from it, though. I mean, you know. I wonder, I wonder will they be shunned by the family? You know? I wonder would they be like... I don't know. I don't know. I wonder will they be shunned by the family? Will it be like a... a um, would it be like, um, I don't know. Is it like, don't, you can't, don't come to us for nothing. I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, we'll see. But how do you, how do you do that? You know, once you're not, this is a sidebar. How do you treat a situation where, you know, somebody is, um, you know, Somebody need has the how do I say this? When you have an open conversation and somebody I mean the other person in that conversation hits you with uh you know a joke, right? Instead of talking about the, the thing that y'all are supposed to be talking about, you're like, yo, what's what the I don't know, man. I don't know. Those things irk me. 
And, you know, this is this is something that I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to, because, you know, they say Scorpios are vengeful, right? I'm a Scorpio. They say Scorpios are vengeful. I'm trying to, like, I have a, like, when I think you're trying to play me, or when I, I have an inkling that you're, that you've done me dirty, that you've done me wrong, or just, you know, or if I think about a situation where I'm like, yo, I don't, that, that whole situation didn't sit with me well. I don't know. I have a tendency to go into another mode on folk, man, you know. And again, I ain't like, oh, I'm cutting people off. Nah, it's just, you know, isolated situations where it's like, man, I just. Anyway, it, it's I have to take a deep breath in a moment, right? Because it's a thin line between teaching people how to treat you and, you know, which I've always kind of had a problem with, you know, it's a thin line between teaching people how to treat you and, you know, having empathy and realizing, hey, man, these are just people. And, you know, we deal with things in different ways. But, man, whew, sometimes I ain't going to lie to you, man. I, I man, anyway, um, anyway. Let's move on to story time. But man, Prince, what, yo, how about, I don't know their last name. Prince William, Prince William, Prince Megan. What are they, what's their last name? God damn. Anyway. Anyway, it's story time. Vanilla Lace. So, one time I was uh, playing ball. I was young, super young. I was playing basketball. And this dude I knew, you know, my dude came up to the to the park. And and immediately, like, he came a little after. And I'm just like, you know, we hooping. And I smell. I'm just like, man, I smell this perfume. And I'm like, yo, that smells. From, it could have been anybody. I mean, he was like, you know. He had a whole roster of them, so it could have been anybody. So fast forward, well, rewind back a couple months back. I there was this girl I was talking to at the time, and um, she lived away, and um, I bought her, I bought her some vanilla lace perfume from Victoria's Secret, or one of those places. And, you know, I mean, we was kicking it. Like, you know, she wasn't my girl, but we was kicking it. And um, so, you know, it was like, I right, bet. You know what I'm saying? It's birthday. Spend my little coins, you know, my little mall money on it. So fast forward back to the court. And, you know, we talk. I'm just like, what's been up, man? He's like, shit, man. I just got back from, I just got back from where she lives. And it's like two and a half hours away. And I'm like, man. Now, at this time, I really, I still don't know nothing. Right? This is just a, this is just a weird, like, insecurity thing. Like, I don't, I don't know nothing. I'm just, I'm putting two and two together. I'm pulling it out of my ass, basically. So I'm like, oh, word? Yeah. 
And I'm like, no. I'm like, and again, it could have been anybody. So anyway, I wait. I'm just like, and I'm talking, you know, and I call a old girl and I'm, you know, I'm playing like, you know, I ain't giving the third degree, but I'm kind of like, I'm acting different, like intentionally, which, you know, I was being a bitch about it, but instead of just being like, look, this is how I really should have played it. I should have played it like, oh man, I was, uh, you know, I was up at the park playing with your boy, you know, and then just keep the conversation going like let let her know i know and they just keep it going like you know but i just didn't i didn't i didn't, I didn't know so i you know i i beat around the bush and i was like you know and i asked i was like so you uh i was like so you talking to old boy now <laughs> and she paused and she said, well, we're not talking. He's just my friend. I was like, God dang. I, knew, I was like, I knew it. Like, I, I was like, there's no, there's no way. I, I knew it. I knew it. I was hurt. Because before she said that, I'm like, I'm pulling up from, I'm, I'm doing a step back. You know, from 35 feet, I'm shooting the longest shot possible. I'm just, it's like a Hail Mary. I don't know shit. But when she said he just my friend, I was like, yep. And then I got quiet. She was like, yeah, like, I don't even really like, I don't even really like being around. I'm just like, oh, oh. I'm disgusted because I know, like, I know exactly what happened. And I think, I think my problem was that I just didn't want no competition. Cause this dude used to, excuse my language, he used to fuck everything. And I'm like, man, like, nigga, I can't have my own little corner. Of the, because I knew that they had like a, I knew that they knew each other, you know. But it was like, man, I just, it's like, nigga, I can't have my own little corner of the earth. God damn. Anyway, I should have asked for my perfume back. <laughs> you know, I played mad for a little bit, you know. We got into a little argument afterward. You know, like, I think like a week afterward, but it was all good. We got cool again. I was butthurt, though, for real. Dang. Shout out to all the parties involved. What was I like 19? God damn. Anyway, you win some, you lose some. Say la vie, eh? I'm finna take it there. This time around, I'm gonna make it clear. I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. I say it's worth it, I won't say it's fair. Find your purpose or you're wasting air. Fuck it though, y'all niggas scared. That's an excerpt from the third verse of Victory Lap. And I just wanted to go over it, man. And, and it's like, he starts like, it's like I'm preaching a sermon, right? He starts, he said, yeah, I'm finna take it there. And for me, it's like, it's an admission that 
what I'm about to say, black folks won't want to hear. Right? I'm going to take it there. This time around, I'm going to make it clear. I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. Now, anytime you start talking about the universe and, you know, you ain't talking Jesus, black folks get, they butt get tight. But I think this is a universally accepted theme, right? You know, I remember growing up, or at least from the time I was a teenager up, you know, uh, you know, if you wanted something, what would somebody say? Claim it. It's the same concept. You got to make it. You got to make it clear. Let your request be known. Right. You want not because you ask not. So he's just saying like he's preparing you. Yo, I'm telling you, I spoke some things out to the universe and they appeared. And if you know anything about, you know, saying Nip's story. You know. He manifested all that shit manifests the word of the quarter, I guess. Um, you know, I mean, he sold the, he sold the, he had the mixtape for a thousand bucks. What was it, about five years ago? Right? He was on songs with Drake 10 years ago. Think about that though. 10 years before you knew who he was, he was on songs with Drake. Right? Do you have that kind of grind in you? Do you have that kind of thing in you to work on a thing, to to refresh and refine it, like, you know, and chisel it down, you know? So anyway, I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. I, and this part is interesting. He said, I say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. And, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> and, and just the wording, I'll say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. And to me, that just means that the work ethic involves uh, or that he understands that a lot of it's luck. And, you know, earlier in the song, he says, um, I guess. Is I got divine help for those times I was reckless. You know, and I think this is him just stating that, hey. Although there has been luck, but what do they say luck is? Luck is where preparation meets opportunity, right? So there's a sense of you having to be, yeah, you can plan, but you also have to be ready for when that moment arrives. Um, who was it? Um, was it Winston Churchill who said, it, maybe it was him, but look this up. He said, he said, um, there's no worse moment in a man's life than when he was called to do that thing that he was specifically made to do. And he's not ready to do that thing. It's kind of gut wrenching, you know, when you think about it. But look that up. I'll put that up. I'll put that in uh, in the notes there. But anyway. Um, I say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. That's a hell of a line, man. Because life ain't fair at all. But I'll just say it's worth it. It's worth the journey. He said, I'll say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. Find your purpose or you wasting air. Fuck it, though. Y'all niggas scared. 
Find your purpose or you waste your name. What Martin Luther King say? He said, a man that hasn't found something to die for is not fit to live. Right? And that's not a one-to-one -one correlation, but it's in the it's in the vicinity. I'm finna take it there. This time around, I'm gonna make it clear. I spoke some things into the universe and they appeared. I say it's worth it. I won't say it's fair. Find your purpose or you wasting there. Fuck it though. Y'all niggas scared. Right? That's at, at the end of that, it's saying, yo, I've I've said enough. If you're not doing this now, then you you're just not aware of how much fear is in your life. I tried to told you. <laughs> I just think that's an amazing few bars. Um, so anyway, dwell on that. Um, next time you hear that song, um, try listening to it, you know, once a week, you know, just to kind of get that energy into you. Again, you know, he releases a mixtape for $1,000 and Jay-Z buys 10 of them. Like, if I release a mixtape for $1,000, Jay-Z ain't going to buy it. So that means that there was something. This is, what, five years ago? This is it, Which means he created some kind of buzz about himself. You know what I mean? All the, every, and Listen, all this is relatable. All this can be transferred into whatever you're trying to do. Anyway, let me stop preaching, man. I'm gone. So there is another thing that I wanted to read to you. And I think it's... Apropos um, of it being the beginning of the year, and uh, you know, we all got things that we're trying to do, um, so I'm just going to read it for you. Um, I uh, posted it in 2014 on Facebook, and, and I hadn't read it since then, and it kind of moved me today. It says, the following is an excerpt from Pick Your Hell by Stephen Palmer in Inspiration Weekly Archive. But there's a reason why you have not achieved that goal yet. You are not worthy of it. You have not become who you need to become to deserve it. As you cross the desert to your promised land, you will endure tests and trials specific to you and your goal. If you persist, those tests and trials will transform you into who you need to be to be worthy of your goal. You can't achieve your highest noble goals as the same person you are today. To get from where you are to where you want to be, you have to change who you are. And this is why no one can escape that journey. It is what transforms you into a person worthy of your goal. The bad news is that the journey is hell. The good news is that you get to pick your hell. As always, I like to end by saying, Every moment you have an opportunity to move forward into growth or to fall back into comfort. Episode 25, David Ashley Podcast. Gone. That was dramatic as hell. <laughs>